This is Let Your Voice Be Heard, right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. And we are back. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard, right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. Show me what you got. Blah, blah, blah. What? <laughs> Sorry, I started chiming in the song. You guys see that, that Selena fail. Hill is never ready to rap Sorry. with the real rap trap queens in the streets I, with Rihanna talking about that. Wait, but who, who took her money? I don't know. I, I think it's our question. label. Why? Why do they take her money? Well, she's visibly upset. Why must I, she, I, she needs to get her give money it back. back? Just it's not cool, guys. Come on. You know, give Rihanna, her back her money. You're really aggressive in that song, and I'm kind of nervous. You seem like you're <laughs> sketchy. I'm gonna call the cops. Oh God. <laughs> she better have that money. But guys, we are back on Let Your Voice Be Heard on ninety point three FM WH. See all the voice of Harlem. If you are just tuning in, we wrapped up an amazing conversation about the Confederate flag, the N word. Racism in 2015, little micro racism is like, hey, why don't you like watermelon and you're black? And now we are at the news roundup. We'll, we'll probably talk about more racism because racism has had like a lot of great stuff to do this yeah. week, apparently, in the news. And we'll talk about things that happen in sports and things that happen in my life because my life is way more important than Selena's news. So if you want to call wow. and talk, our number is 212-650-6903, or you can tweet us at BeHeard underscore radio. And I have some news first because I want to talk about this. I'm very upset. The New York Knicks. So the NBA draft happened this past week, and the Knicks, Phil Jackson, drafted some guy from freaking Italy who is 7'2", and weighs about 110 pounds and cannot play and just like glossed over like six other people who could have really helped the Knicks. And it was so bad. They showed little kids on ESPN crying. <laughs> over the Stop it. So why did that happen, Stanley? Because I heard Carmelo Anthony us. was mad. Yes, he should be mad. And this guy, granted, he, he may be good in like five years. So Okay, so what was his thought process behind this? The guy has potential. Yeah, but this seems like it's not really the year to be taking chances with Ex- the last season that they I mean, it was unbelievable. Exactly. Wait, when did they have a bad when did they have a good season? All right, you know what, Carlos? You're being <laughs> you're not being productive in this conversation. They had a good season two seasons ago. Thank you, Bart. Maybe three. It's easy to forget Four. with how bad. So it's just gonna get worse. I hope not. Oh, man. Stanley, <laughs> I feel bad for you. You're a Mets fan. You're a Jets fan. Yeah. You're a Knicks fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was oh. in my office when they made the pick, and it was like 830, and I started you cursing. Crying? I was like, what the freak? And my boss was like, oh, you saw the pick, huh? And I was yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. I don't, it, it always seems like it gets worse. We'll, um, well, there is some happy news. And one of the points of contention, well, oh, actually points of celebration, um, is the Affordable Care Act. Wait, so, wait, wait, wait. Could I? May I? Yeah, sure, because sure. I've been, I, the, the ACA, the ACA has been a, a huge, huge, huge thing that I've been following for a long time since it started. I read the bill. It, I, it, How I, many you pages? Read the bill. It's like two thousand pages, man. and you read all two thousand. Uh, because I. This is before he had a girlfriend, obviously. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously. Even even now that I have a girlfriend, she's like, "You're we're too obsessed with healthcare." I'm like, I, my dad's a doctor. This affects me, and it affects all of us. It affects everybody, and no, not a single legislator has read the bill. I know what's in it. I know what's terrible in it, and it seems like the Republicans just have no interest in having a an actual meaningful debate about it because. Go figure. But anyways, interpretive re- the, 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 the court decided finally to end the conversation. 6.7 million people have secure, affordable health care in the country. Stanley, you have yes. a question. So Mark Shapiro, who is like a popular conservative on Twitter, he put this is a, a huge disrespect to the American Constitution <laughs> and our country. It's so not. I, so I tweeted back to him. 
is this where I go to get my Obama phone? <laughs> 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 he blocked me. But I, got, I got retweeted 40 times. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so, so it's definitely Here's, something to celebrate. Um, it, it's not even something to celebrate. It's something that at least gets us closer to being a national uh, – internationally recognized modern country. And just to kind of affirm the constitutionality of the Torah Care Act, guess what? It's interpretive reasoning. If yeah. you have, for example, a law, and when you write a law, it you know, le- language can be very jumbled. It can be very assumptive. But if the context of the law is to help people get right. coverage of health care, it is very apparent what the actual interpretation of the law will be. Okay, I agree with – <laughs> <laughs> I agree with the six justices. I'm glad that Roberts and Kennedy were in the, were, yeah. were in the same court uh, with the with the liberals. But most importantly, this, this, this was a major consequential victory for every American because not having access to health care is a very scary and financially burdensome uh, outcome. Scalia called it SCOTUS care. Whatever. I have a quick question. So I I had a yeah. fight with my boyfriend about this this morning. We were yelling at I each other. I hope you apologize. We're for him. never. Um, where <laughs> he he was saying, you know, this is awesome. You know, we're both big. We're we were both very happy when this ruling came out. But he was saying, you know, now we have to fear that there's a you know if a Republican president is elected in the next election that yeah. um, they can undo this. And I argued that I don't see that happening because a I, I mean this ruling was so. Right. So big and B, they're going to have other things to worry about. And I think that everybody's sort of happy that this is behind us now. You know, they for them to come in and have to restructure the healthcare system after, you know, it's clearly right, yep. working and people are enrolled in it. And that's not going to be a, a priority mm-hmm. for them. So how do you guys feel about They'll that? They'll do what Reagan did to the war on poverty or the Great Society Bill. He couldn't just like repeal the entire thing. So he just undermined different pieces of it until it couldn't function at all. And then right. someone else can come in and go, oh, well, this doesn't work. Let's get rid of it. And people will support it. If there is a Republican president, it's going to be a really weird meta situation because this is a Republican bill. This, if you, if you take aside, if you take away the markets, if you take away the uh, the expansion of Medicaid to the states, you're basically taking away the principle of free markets. The Affordable Care Act doesn't do anything to free markets aside from maybe having regulations and saying that if you're sick, you can get health care. And, you know, if you're 26, you can stay in your health care. That's pretty much it. Like it's not it's not this massive Marxist uh, idea. I, I hope it would have been a, a huge <laughs> Marxist ideal, but it didn't happen that way. You know, instead what we got was literally Romney care. Right. So if right. Jeff Bush or Donald Trump or Marco Rubio ran, actually I would probably say Rand Paul has a better chance of just totally repealing it because I'm principally hates it. But if you have something like Jeff Bush, what he's going to do is he's going to do some kind of mental jujitsu and say, oh, no, 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 there's some things that I like. Oh, you right. know what? These, these markets are cool. They're, you know, it's, it's making a lot of people. It in yeah. a way that suits the Republican agenda. Yeah. Oh, God. Too many people are getting rich from it. You know, yeah. there's one thing oh, yeah. that they like is money. Yeah. They don't even have a strong argument about that. The Supreme Court also had another decision yes. that we talked about a couple of months ago in our um, a quickie. And it was about housing discrimination. Yes. I'm yes. glad you're bringing that up. Yeah. So um, forgive me because I don't have the, the, the exact um um, text like 100% down in my mind but pretty much the overall idea of it was that this organization was suing to say that it should be the bird it should be on the burden of mm-hmm. people to prove that like someone is using housing discrimination to go after them <laughs> and that you should not be it, or and it has it has to be blatant like racism shown there mm-hmm. and what what's happening now is that it would be blatant racism or you can show like housing like housing styles and like the way that like 
like buildings have affected like the way communities are built. You can use those kind of things. And the Supreme Court upheld that. So mm-hmm. now when you're talking about housing discrimination, you can go, well, look at these com- this company who's done development in this neighborhood where they've like casually always placed certain housing facilities in certain neighborhoods mm-hmm. to perpetuate like segregated housing. On precedence, it's actually it's very significant because historically the Supreme Court has never seen uh, that they they can classify. Uh, African Americans and, and now you know thankfully with with overfell uh, uh, you know disparate minorities as uh, you know th- as disparate classes but poor people cannot be seen as disparate classes and it hasn't changed with this with this uh, housing discrimination uh, right. ruling what it does is it establishes or at least ferments the idea that if there is racial discrimination you don't even necessarily have to have you need to sh- you know show statistical proof. Right, which is really important. It sort of sort of legitimizes things like sociology right. as, a, as a legitimate. <laughs> it legitimizes science and right. statistics. Science. And, right, um, yeah. which is something you know, and it gets back a little bit to the conversation we were having earlier, where there's a you know there's a difference between overt racist acts and systemic forms of racism that aren't maybe as obvious and are right. maybe you know hidden under different lenses um, and different terms, but are definitely still forms of racism. I want to throw in one more story because we're going to talk about this next segment anyway. So, as you guys know, SCOTUS voted in favor of same-sex marriage across the U.S. and a lot of people were happy. A Wait, lot of people really? were upset. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> they did? One person who was particularly upset, Selena will know this person, I don't know if you guys will, Donnie McClurklin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never heard of and him. He's a past, he's he, a gospel singer. And, and, Renowned uh, gospel singer and pastor. And like his, pastor. his story, like his story, which was very inspirational to a lot of people in the other Christian faith was that he used to be gay, but yeah. like he changed oh, that oh, and he okay. found God. Sure. So then on his Facebook post, he put, sure. I don't care what the law says. I know what my God says. I don't care about my urges that I used to have or may have now. Stanley's paraphrasing. You are clearly paraphrasing. We can find the post. Stanley, I, someone actually called me and uh, read it to me. Yeah. Because the thing is, I used to go to his church when I was a teenager. Wow. So he used to talk about it very openly and he's had... He's he's been with men. He's been with women. He has children, but he has says that he does suppress his feelings by choice. Mm. That's what he has said, and oh. I don't think he went through those details. But Stanley can continue. He Go ahead. did <laughs> on the post, and makes me but sad. It, it it makes me sad because I don't think that's healthy. But it's I not. also thought it was very <laughs> funny, and of course because I'm, I'm the jerk that I am, and I was like, <laughs> "What'd you say, Stanley?" I was like, "Hey, Donnie, were you a top?" Oh God, <laughs> dude, Stanley. Stanley made it worse. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to be a jerk to him because no, I, I find it very problematic when like you use religion or God to perpetuate hate. That's not what God is about. As a wise person told me, my life has no meaning, but God loves everyone. All right, <laughs> but, the, but the thing is, like with him, and there was also like this um, TV show, the reality show about these Mormons who were gay but chose to live their lives with their wives and with their children and just, like they've said, like, I'm gay, I'm only attracted to men, but I still just want to be a woman because of my <laughs> religion. And, like, isn't right. it... But you know what? That like, is... that healthy. If that's... I mean, it's not even that it's not healthy. That's talking about two def- different things. That's talking about marriage mm-hmm. and that's talking about sexuality. And if the two are, you know, they're not one concept. They exist very differently. So some people who are gay choose to marry a different sex partner and that's okay because marriage isn't just about sure, sex. That's, that's my best it's friend, about love right? it's about um companionship it goes into gender identity too like yeah. if you're a cisgender couple you're of course there's going to be a male uh somebody that identifies as male and somebody that identifies as female and that happens also in homosexual a cisgender uh, straight exactly. couple. Yeah. you know i'm cisgender i'm bi but i you know i do predominantly identify as a male but i am still attracted to men and you know there there's kind of like that 
that that that that sexual uh, uh, liquidity, I guess, or yeah. uh, sexual Fluidness. flow that fluidness exactly yeah. that I, I I endorse because my sexuality is much more accustomed to that I feel much more comfortable identifying as that right but there's a there's a big difference between um, you know identifying and yeah. you know choosing to live your life in one way and then suppressing what you want and what your right. desires are based on something arbitrary <laughs> you know yeah. not to say that religion is arbitrary but based on you know belief that you think that you have to be one way even though you want and desire to be a different way well yeah. he said that he wants and desire to be the choice that he is and that's mm-hmm. fine but like i don't think we should force it on other people well, right when it, we right. force it on other people it's one thing to make your own decision and to live your life and that is totally fine but to to you know preach that that's what everybody should be doing right. is very problematic when you're seeing you know young men and women in conversion therapy which is highly damaging to them you know yeah. just to you know fit the certain model that's really problematic i think the moral dilemma now is can this law be forced to him too oh. because then you're going into a totally different conversation which is now that we have gay marriage do churches have to perform gay marriage? Is that not, going to be the next question no, that comes up in the no. debate? No, because you no, don't like you not. don't certify the next a marriage is be like civil that. Rights. You go through like a justice of peace. You don't need right. to go to a church, right? And right. so, like, you can always find a church that's willing to do that. And right. someone says no, but there's that's a lot their of business. gays. There are a lot of gays who identify as Christian, and a lot of gays who identify yeah. as as uh, as Jewish yeah. Muslims, and their faiths are very adamant and they're very clear about their stance on gay yeah. marriage. Some yeah. some parishes are a lot more progressive than others. Yeah. And some parishes actually believe, you know, what I think is is appropriate, you know, uh, belief in God, which is, you know, if God truly loves, and we are all, you know, vision of God, uh, mm-hmm. uh, identify or have a uh, have a part of God in us, mm-hmm. God can also love gays. But let me just be clear about this, and this is my opinion only at the right. start of the shows. I I find pe- I find like churches or pastors or reverends or whatever who don't want to marry same sex couples problematic. However, yeah. I also find that is their right. Right, and we can we got to make sure that we have a very clear line right. that like yes we can think these people suck but we right. cannot force this on them. It's that's the same why with the, with the reverend you were talking about. Like yeah. you you can't that, force them into accepting it too. That yeah. that's that's why I know a lot of reverends and, and pastors and, and the clergy community took some of them that did take a stance against it because they were like they just didn't you know regardless they were like regardless of the politics they were like how is this going to affect me and my church so a lot of them did were like you know yeah. that's why they that's it, what it, but there's no there's no correlation because it's a, a state that's don't performing. Know that. yeah. right. a, a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know that. I do think, and I made this point earlier. I think that this law or this um, this ruling passed, right? And so let's let everybody catch up. You know, like yeah. this yeah. is how it is now. And if they want to catch up, awesome. Now they have the opportunity to yeah. do it. And I think that we'll see that a lot of religious groups are going to start changing the way so. that they think about this. Maybe not so quickly, but I think it's going to happen. I think most Christians are about saving souls, and I just very much doubt despite whatever I may feel about religion I very much doubt that someone dedicating their life to saving souls is going to is going to turn their back on someone just because they've committed one sin when all sins are equal or mm-hmm. one sin through their per- point of view when all sins are equal as any Bible mm-hmm. says at least of the Christian religion but yeah. guys we do have to go on a break when we come back we'll be talking about same sex and marriage discrimination and all these things in total so this, this is, is kind of like a preview to the uh, panel that's exactly <laughs> what it was this was like the trailer this is Let Your Voice Be Heard or 90.3 FM WHCR. Or capital H-I-M-M-M-M-M. Just put your paws up. Because you were born this way. 